Hey, welcome to the Default Alive podcast. I'm Corey. And I'm Chris. And this is our audio documentary of our journeys building profitable internet businesses. And so if this is your first time listening, you can learn more about us and get up to speed by starting at episode number one. But if you're a regular, welcome back. Chris, how's it going? Good. What's up, Corey? What's up? What's up? Another week, another Monday. We're in April now after our uh, brief hiatus there. (laughs) (laughs) Another week, another month. I know, right? What's the difference? (laughs) Another quarter, another year. It's flying. Well, why don't we just kind of cut to the chase a little bit and get to the nitty gritty of what we're we're thinking about. Um, Basically, there was a kind of prolonged absence there for a little while. I think both of us were kind of on the same page of like just life circumstances and where things were at. There was nothing kind of like new to record for a couple of weeks. And they were kind of both like, oh man, it's feeling a little bit harder and harder to come up with like new stuff to really feel excited to talk about publicly. Um, so I think we're both on the same page that we're going to be taking a indefinite hiatus from the podcast, which is a bummer because as a consumer of these types of podcasts, um, I love them. I'm a huge fan of them, but, um, you know, always kind of have to just reevaluate and see where things are at. And, uh, Chris, you can get into kind of more of the details, but I think we're both just feeling a little bit like "Mm, this season right now doesn't feel like a great time to be recording. And we kind of like, just want to like get into work. Yep, exactly. Like I said, I feel so torn about it because I love these types of podcasts. I've been so sad over the last probably year as, as more and more of, uh, podcasters that I know have stopped doing these and and now we're we're contributing to that <laughs> we are another statistic yeah right? statistic unfortunately but yeah I mean I can give like a, a really brief update about just the last couple of months for me um some some I would say kind of like work changes and just like a lot of things in flux that um one like aren't really like great content to talk about, but also to like a lot of things I've just been behind on. Um, especially in the last month I had LASIK, uh, actually a month ago, like yesterday, I guess it's been about 30, 30 days ish. And, um, I thought it was going to be kind of like a quick and easy procedure. And, uh, turns out reading small text is like the most difficult and like last thing to kind of come into your vision which is basically what I do all day long, <laughs> every day. <laughs> so it's proven to be really challenging. Um, a couple of weeks before that, I was really sick for a while, which is a bummer too. But man, I'm like really behind on a lot of things. And to be honest, the podcast is kind of like at the bottom of the totem pole of just priorities and things I want to be spending time on. I already feel like a little bit like I've been drowning for a while and I just need to like, clear some space and like get down to business. Um, especially as my vision continues to improve and I'm pretty close to being like almost back to normal, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Just like not a great season to be recording, I guess for me. Um, I know you you have some similar thoughts, but like on my end, you know, I think that there's just like, it's, it's fun talking about like the journey as you go when there's a very like linear, kind of singular progression. Um, one, I have this constant juggling act, which is kind of part of my story, but two, it's been like nonlinear at all. And it's a little bit difficult to tell like where I'm going (laughs) sometimes, (laughs) which also makes it a little bit difficult to talk about on the podcast when it's kind of not like a, 
okay, I'm going to do this next week. Okay. I did that. And I'm going to do this thing next week. It's like a constant changing, um, list of priorities and things and projects and, and obligations. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think as a, from a listener perspective, I'm probably putting words in people's mouths, but I would see that as like, it's interesting if you wanted to keep up with like what Corey's doing, but it's not like a, uh, there's not like a clear like story arc going on. Um, and for me, I'm just like, I just want to like get down to business and work and, um, even recording every other week, you know, it's kind of a big chunk of time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I've, I've thought about it because like, it doesn't feel like it should be that time consuming. You know, we only record for about an hour or whatever, once every two weeks, but it's still kind of like when it's the day of recording, it's like, okay, I'm thinking about, you know, what to share, what updates I can give. And, uh, it, it takes up more than just the actual hour of, of doing the recording. So, yeah. and it's just, again, it's, it's just another thing on your mind, mm-hmm. uh, to go along with, with everything else. So, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit what's been going on uh, with you and where things are at. And, um, we can kind of give some, some updates, uh, I, I want to give like a little bit of like a snapshot just to kind of like put a little bit of a cap of like where we're leaving things off. Um, and, uh, and we can kind of, you know, put a bow on it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can kind of tie some of my updates to also why it's, I, I think for me, the podcast has gotten more challenging to do. Um, part of it is just like, Jetboost is at a point where things aren't fluctuating that much week to week. Uh, you know, it's kind of just like grinding it out and, and doing what's been working and, uh, you know, trying to keep customers happy. And, uh, it's funny cause I, I remember Derek saying something when, when he stopped doing art of podcast, uh, he was like, well, I just don't feel like you know, I have that much interesting to share anymore or something like that. And it was funny because as a listener, I was like, no, every, every week, every time you say something, <laughs> there's like, I get something interesting from it. Um, but <laughs> I, I totally understand how he was feeling. Cause I, you know, I feel like, okay, a lot of our problems are like specific to JetBoost the business now and less widely applicable as, as you know, when you're going from like the zero to one stage, um, it's, it, it's definitely harder with having employees or contractors. Uh, and you know, when things are going well, like, like things are going great with Andrew, um, who's doing development. We're about to ship his second feature this week. Um, there's worked on and it's been, it's been amazing working with him. Uh, he's, he's like I said, he's shipping features. He's made the code base better, uh, kind of everything you can ask for and, and doing it with pretty, uh, minimal oversight from my side. Um, so that stuff's like easy to talk about, but if things aren't going well with, you know, an employer contractor, it's just harder to share that stuff because it involves other people. You know, you want to be sensitive to, uh, to those topics. And, uh, I've, I've known a, a couple founders who do podcasts and, um, or, or, you know, known them through other people. And, I've, it's, it's been interesting listening to the podcast and hearing like the public story and then getting some of like the, the private behind the mm-hmm. scenes knowledge and thinking like, okay, well, you know, they just had this say big situation with an employee, you know, blow up or whatever. And it's like, they don't mention it at all on the podcast. And 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, we, we haven't really had anything like that yet, but it's still like anytime th- there's other people involved, it, it's, it's definitely more of a sensitive topic. And, you know, part of the reason of doing the podcast is to just kind of try and share everything and be open. And, you know, we could talk about in general, kind of the, the build in public movement seems to be, um, at least in the circles I'm on, on on Twitter seems to be fading away a little bit. Uh, and, and so, yeah, it's, uh, you know, and th- there's also the situation with Webflow and, and things changed a lot last year. Once they came out with the, the official app marketplace, uh, it changed our relationship a little bit where we went from just this, you know, kind of completely outside of, of Webflow third party thing to now, you know, we've assigned official, we've signed official NDAs with them. Uh, there are some, you know, insider beta things that we have access to that we're not allowed to talk about. Uh, yeah, right. And so that's just like, it's one more thing where I can come on the podcast and kind of like fluff and, and BS for, you know, what, what's been going on the last two weeks when the reality is, you know, maybe we've been working on implementing something brand new that, that we can't share at all until it's time. So yeah, um, yeah that, that, that for me has just been a, a little bit challenging. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean those are all super valid points, valid reasons. I think, um, you know, being on on the Webflow, like you have an obligation to, like, not share things. <laughs> like that's very <laughs> real. You know, like there's only so much you can talk about. Uh, um, a legal obligation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you sign an NDA, and yeah, um, you're building on a platform, right? So why, uh, why, why break apart? and um you know go against that um i felt kind of similarly on some of the things i've been working on where it feels like i don't know with everything being still very much like side project e there i'm just like not making one i feel like the last couple months i've like lost some steam in the sense of like um some health challenges and kind of just like spinning my wheels and some, some things and then having to direct some attention one place and then everything else kind of is lacking for a while, but, um, you know, just not that many like week to week changes. And also like I, I have kind of changed my tune about the building public stuff where I am a little bit more scared to share things, mm. um, ahead of time sort of like as things are, as are going, um, even like ideas, like little side project ideas that, there are, you know, inevitably some things in the works always that I'm like, oh, this is a fun little thing to tinker with, but I don't really want to share it because not that I'm scared that someone's going to like steal it. And it's like my million dollar idea that ends up, you know, getting away from me, but just that, um, there's, there's no point in sharing about it until it's like done and in a place where I can like really pump it up and hype it up. And then after that, there isn't like a lot to talk about afterwards if that makes sense i don't know not a lot of like new exciting huge things where it's this constant kind of flow of you know oh here's this next thing that i did it's kind of just more of the same um anyways all that to say super valid reasons and um i don't blame you for them at all yeah I, i think the like not being able to share stuff that's in progress feeling really sucks like i've gone through it as well uh especially with, with something like jet boost where it's, it's working with Webflow sites. It's very visual. 
like it was a lot of fun in the beginning to share things as I was building Mm -hmm. them, as they were in progress and get people excited. And then after you get burned by that a couple of times of just like people ripping you off or, uh, you know, whatever it, you just like lose the appetite for it. But at the same time, like it does still suck not being able to get people excited along the way. So you're kind of building up towards the actual release of the thing. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if the right answer is just like, Hey, deal with the fact that people are going to steal your stuff as you're working on it or, um, yeah. Or, or just not do it, which is, which is the path I've taken. I don't know if that's the right one, but mm-hmm. it's tough. I think the other thing I was thinking about was how it's fun to talk about what you're working on when you're learning those things as you go, but it's not as fun talking about the things you're doing when you feel like you already kind of good, have a good handle on it or when it's mm-hmm. not like a new thing that you haven't done before, or there isn't like some interesting aspect about it that is new and novel to you. And that's kind of where I feel with some of the projects I've been working on where like, I'm not like trying to reinvent the wheel about new tactics and new strategies and like growth hacks and groundbreaking stuff. I'm just like, all right, well, I'm going to run the same playbook again. And (laughs) here's like a cool thing I'm working on, but you know, I've done this before and I'm going to do it again and kind of just going to like follow the playbook and and keep going along. Um, Cause I think a lot of building in public is also like learning in public. It's like, here's how I did this thing that I just figured out for the first time. But then you can't keep doing that. And eventually I think we all kind of get to a point where unless you're really in like hyper growth scale up mode, there's like constantly new things thrown at you all the time that you have to figure out. You kind of like the rate at which new things you have to figure out are thrown at you are like drastically decreases. You know, it's like, oh, there's maybe like one or two or three of those things a year. Whereas in the very beginning, it's like one or two or three of those things a week. And mm-hmm. those are the, the, the fun and motivating things to talk about on a podcast. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. Um, well, I'll give a little bit of a snapshot on kind of like where things are at on my end. Um, I'll go through just like top of mind, I think what the, the most important things for, for swipe files, uh, current subscriber base is just over 18,000. Um, still growing pretty steadily. Although I think that I've also reached like a little bit of a, a little bit of a cap on the kind of newsletter cross promo strategy. Um, because now it's getting a lot more popular and it's a little bit more saturated and other people mm. catch on to it. And also like there are other partnerships that are forged and kind of like, the, the deck gets shuffled a little bit about who's working with who and um, how effective the cross promos actually are. So I'm going to keep keep milking that. But again, that's another one. I'm like, there's nothing new to really do. Like I have to really think about, I have to really get creative about if I want to like shuffle things up for myself again and like make that the next big thing that keeps driving newsletter growth or if I look elsewhere for the next kind of uh, growth curve that I can get. And I'm not at that point right now where I'm like, here's the next thing I'm trying. And it's kind of just, okay, more of the same. Um, right. The thing with swipe fails too, is that, uh, I've, I've definitely lost all steam on like community management. I'm like not interested in that at all right now. Um, and again, I think like the hype cycle for communities is a little bit died down. People aren't as interested. It's harder to get people to like 
dive in and engage. Um, it does feel kind of redundant. This is probably just my personality, but I'm like, I'm only going to like give advice about stuff that I've done before. And I'm going to put everything I've like learned about into some sort of like consumable video or like course module or newsletter. And so like, what is there really left to talk about in like a community setting? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so I personally, I am like, I don't really, it's not interesting for me to just like re I'm just gonna like copy and paste something I've done before. It's fine if other people want to do that, but it's just, that's not the vibe that I'm getting from people is people want to get to work and get in their own lane and they might have some questions here and there, but it's really not like that common. Um, like it was kind of cool for a while to like pop in communities and ask questions. And I feel like that's kind of fizzled out a little bit across multiple communities, not just this white files community. So I'm more interested in, you know, maybe I'll do some updates to some courses or do like a mini course sometime this year. I'm also thinking about maybe I just kind of remove some of the community aspects and maybe also even test out like a lifetime deal instead of a annual subscription. Um, but like, those are pretty minor changes overall. Like, things are, are working with swipe files still and I'm trying not to fix what isn't broken just more on like making these kind of tweaks and optimizations um, while spending like very minimal actual time on it. So that's it on swipe files. Um, on the swipe well front, um, we've definitely, you know, Connor and I have both been in this kind of like life phase the last couple of months of like there's other things that are grabbing our attention and things that have kind of slowed us down after launching on Prototent. And we basically need to like re-pack that up and it's just gonna require a lot more time, time that we haven't been able to spend the last two months. So we're kind of getting back in the saddle right now, but it's also more of like, all right, we need to keep cranking away at features. We're not quite at like product market fit, I would say. And we're not really at like, um, like market channel fit either, where we've really figured out like, here's the one big thing that's gonna keep driving growth for us. And that's kind of like the, the thing we need to figure out this year is like, what does product market fit look like and feel like? And then how do we build like a growth engine that starts helping us add, you know, um, mid to high hundreds in MRR every single month and get in, you know, increase our growth rate consistently mm -hmm. or get to a growth rate and then consistently stay at that growth rate. Um, so yeah, we're chipping away there. So it's at about $500 in MRR. We have a handful of customers, um, a lot of users, things are still like working fairly well for the things we've set up so far, but hasn't really, haven't really hit like a kind of exit velocity type of, all right, it's, it is working and we're kind of like being pulled on this rocket ship yet. Um, what else is there that I can or want to talk about? Uh, oh, founding marketing, one of the other big projects that I've been just dragging my feet on forever. <laughs> and I really just need to spend the time and energy to knock it out, get it done. And like basically get ready to publish sometime this year. Um, need to finish the manuscript first. There's like a whole, you know, slew of tasks that are ahead of me, but that's definitely one of the other things where I'm like, I just need to do this and knock it out. Um, the other thing that I haven't talked about at all anywhere else, um, that I'll just like briefly mention here <laughs> is that one of the other things that has been taking my time, uh, is that I got another full-time job. And so that has just been another obligation and like everything is still a side project. And, uh, it has forced me a lot to really think about like 
what are the priorities? What are the, the big levers that I can pull given my limited time and energy so that I can still have like this stable base. And I took the job not because I like needed it per se financially, but more that it's like the most stable base that I could provide myself just because the cash flow with Swipe Files is so swinging and up and down. Um, so it's another, another bridge and that's just the reality of kind of where I'm at and still not being like full time on my own having to juggle. Yeah. I think, I mean, that's the reality of bootstrapping is sometimes it takes those periods of, yeah. uh, you know, like you said, stable cash flow from a full-time job. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, <laughs> to, to give yourself some credit and some grace, like, yeah, you have had some, uh, major health situations and a full-time job, like that's not going to leave much time for working on anything else. So it's, it's not yeah. surprising that it feels like things have been a little bit, you know, you haven't been able to move things forward as, yeah. as much as you'd like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there, there is something to that conversation too, where I've always said, you know, bootstrapping is, um, you know, founding assassin on the hard mode for sure. Yeah. It's the most rewarding. and I think the best like outcome, but, uh, yeah, it would be easier to be like, okay, I'm going to raise money to like, give me a runway for a year or two. And then I'm financially obligated to work on this one thing full time. <laughs> like, those are very clear like stipulations and a yeah. very clear like time window. And so there's definitely benefits to that approach that make it easier in a sense where you have the focus and the stability under you to just grind away at something. And I don't have that. So in that sense, yeah, bootstrapping is a lot harder, even though there's technically like less pressure. Um, so it's, it's trade-offs for sure. Yep. Totally. But that's pretty much it on my end. Those are like the big things. Um, inevitably, there'll probably be some other side project thing and, and things that get launched, you know, this year sometime. But um, like those are the the kind of big things that are taking most of my time these days. Yeah. I mean, I think you know you said in the beginning that it feels like there hasn't been as much of a story arc or whatnot with with all the different directions you've gone in, but. To me, it seems like the overall story arc for you has just been trying a whole bunch of different things, seeing what works, seeing what you like, seeing what doesn't work, seeing what you don't like. Yeah. And then like moving in the direction of those things. So moving mm -hmm. towards SAS, you know, the newsletter has clearly taken off and, and been doing really well. And yeah, community you're less excited about now. And, you know, it's just like you've, you did up the, the, um, I'm forgetting the name of it now, but the, the marketing podcast for mm -hmm. about a year everything's marketing everything's yeah. marketing decided that that wasn't what you wanted to do like it's just been experimentation exploration and uh you know you're you're left with uh a few things that that seem like they're going to be winners eventually so um yeah. Yeah. you know and and already have been so it's yeah i think it's cool yeah in that sense i think i've i've gotten exactly what i've asked for which is i want to like ship a lot of stuff and experiment and really just like move fast and break things without like flaming out and going in a big ball of, yeah. you know, glorious fire. <laughs> and so when I like, when something like doesn't work very well or when it's, you know, comes to an end or if I said I don't like it, it's not like, uh Oh, I need to like go start another company and raise around again, or I need to like, right. 
you know, go into deep credit card debt. It's like I'm doing it a safe way. So this is what it looks like, folks. It's the the ugly truth. It's the windy staircase. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, I, I had the benefit of already making some progress with JetBoost when we started this podcast. I, I think, I'm trying to remember exactly when we started now, but I, I believe it was after... Uh, you know, taking investment from Calm Fund and, and seeing some initial traction. Uh, had we started this podcast two years earlier, you would have seen me in the mm-hmm. exact same position of like doing right. some consulting and trying to explore like, you know, building different products. And should I, uh, you know, just go deep into this one like tech skill and become a full-time developer in that position or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just just trying different ideas and things and seeing what ultimately, you know, would work for me. And it just so happened that at some point, you know, jet boost happened and, uh, and that's the direction I went, but, uh, none of that was, was captured in real time, uh, in the, in this audio format. So, Mm uh, yeah, can, can totally still empathize there. And, and it's, it's not, like you said, it's not linear, uh, even though certain parts of the, the journey can become linear when, when, uh, when you have that clear direction, but for most of the time that doesn't exist. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that's it for me, honestly. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, if people have questions, they can always DM me. Maybe there's things I'm forgetting about. If there's things you're like, Oh, why isn't Corey talking about these things? Let me know. Cause I'm not intentionally trying to leave a bunch of things out, but, um, that's what's top of mind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's definitely the right decision to, like you said, go on a, (laughs) we'll call it, go on a, uh, extended permanent hiatus. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know, keep, keep the podcast in your feed. Don't, don't unsubscribe, uh, Mm -hmm. just in case. You never know. Never know. But Uh, probably not. (laughs) But, but it feels like the right decision. And, uh, I had a, a couple of people reach out to me over the last, you know, few weeks where we're talking like, it's not, it's not like that many people reach out to me about the podcast, but a couple did. And they're like, Hey, there hasn't been a new episode in a while. And I was like, should we keep going? Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. like yeah. It's, it's always flattering when, especially f- for me, when someone reaches out, um, cause I don't, you know, I don't have that large of an audience and, uh, podcasting is, is, Definitely not one of my, uh, you know, top five or, or 10 skills probably, but, uh, <laughs> whenever anyone reaches out, you know, it, it, it does feel nice. And there's that little, little hit of like dopamine. You're like, Oh, maybe we should keep going. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a need, um, if someone wants to do this, cause I, I don't want to, but I think this would be a fun, like thing to consume is like, why don't we just consolidate all the, like founder follow along podcasts into one podcast and one feed and then just have like it's someone's job just to like check in with all the people who want to share their journey in public once every six months and then just do like the deep dive okay what have you done in the last six months how are things going whatever it is because i think it's a lot more fun to like talk with friends on a podcast and like be asked the questions and kind of um you know, just like give the updates in a more like conversational form than it is to like produce a show uh, mm-hmm. and or, um, you know, 
be the one kind of like on the hook to always be delivering some sort of, you know, new thing. Cause I want to hear from all these people. It's like, it's almost like, you know, there's like a power law of like, okay, only a certain, a few number of people share a lot. And I'm like, I want to hear a lot of people kind of share like a medium amount. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, we'll <laughs> right. be your first, your first guess. If someone wants to do like a six month check-in with founder follow along with a bunch of different founders. Yeah. I, I love that idea. It, I think it makes the story a bit more consumable as well. Like the, the, the closest thing I can think of is like, uh, the tiny seed tales from, yeah. from raw balling. Yeah. Let's just think about that. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, I don't know how often he checks in, but let's say every three months or something like that, does a check in mm-hmm. with the founder and then releases the whole thing. I, I think like a year later as like, here's the story of them in their first year in tiny seed. And you know, you, you things quickly move along rather than us week to week being like, <laughs> you know, I, uh, said I was going to try this, uh, you know, launching our blog and, and we wrote two articles last week and, you know, we're going to see if it works or not in probably a year. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. I'm excited. It's been a lot of fun. Um, hope everyone's enjoyed it thus far. Uh, be rooting for us. Let us know if you have any feedback for us, but anything else you want to cap it off with before we, uh, sign off and any other things you want to leave people with? Yeah, I'll, I'll cap it off with one last thing, which is, you know, one of the best parts about this podcast is, but just like you and I getting to talk, uh, mm-hmm. and catch up. And especially after I moved to Chicago and you're still in San Diego, uh, you know, that's, that's been, I think, great for us. So to lose that is definitely, uh, you know, not ideal, but on the flip side, <laughs> I am actually moving back to San Diego. Woo! There we go. Very soon in, <laughs> in another month or two, um, which is crazy, but, uh, yeah, we, we decided we're, we're moving back to San Diego. So you and I Glad will to have you. get to keep on hanging out. <laughs> that's right. That's, uh, that probably killed the podcast more than anything else no i'm just kidding but it, yeah it, probably it is, it honestly is a great yeah the podcast has been a great way for us to keep up and um i'm stoked to have you back in san diego that'll be awesome yeah so if any of the listeners were concerned about our friendship uh it is it is not ending with the podcast <laughs> <Yeah>. ending <laughs> not at all not even close yeah all right my friend well shall we cap it there yeah sounds great cool all right listeners well you know where to find us Thanks for following along and we'll see you sometime and thanks for listening.